Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. What's your name for the record? Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? Okay. Well, it was a pretty good Tell Me Something Good Tuesday, I must say. It was a very good one. Yes. People were inclined to call with their good stuff, and a lot we of people needed have, it. Yeah. have uh, positive things to look forward to, so that's good. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about next week we ought to talk about uh, on Tell Me Something Good Tuesday, because I like to plan ahead, you know me, very, very far. Mm-hmm. What good charitable thing does your company do? Oh. So it'd be fun, huh? That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, because this company's got some charitable stuff there into. Yeah. We get back to the homeless. Yeah. Volunteer at some of our meetings. That's cool. Every company that is into, if you want to keep capitalism, you better start uh, doing good things. And a lot of companies do. But, you know, we really need to publicize it so people don't give up on capitalism. Because otherwise, well, I'm going to be supporting everybody. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> again? Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, Grace, who I love dearly, came in and just bought a $4,000 wedding dress. Hey, so we need no capital. bitching about that because you were desperate for her to get married. And that's how it goes. Will you stop jamming on me now? <laughs> Will you stop it? it? Just stop it. Listen, what? That's June just the said, beginning. No, because June always said, yeah, you know, your girls, you know, they don't want fancy stuff. They just, and I'm thinking. Well, who guided that wedding dress purchase? It Grace. happens. What? That's Grace. That's a normal, that is an absolutely but normal thing. But did Grace thing. go, no, I am looking for a $4,000 dress. No, no she was looking for the dress that she fell she in thinking, love with. All right, I like it, but man, that might be a little too pricey. No, well, you know, the first thing they did was just because June was holding out hope, they went to a cut-rate wedding dress place bridal and it was just nothing but low cut tacky rind so you know the kind of crap yeah. that people wear today you know they come out and they're like they look like a hooker on their wedding day <laughs> um and so that was not not going to happen and then they went to this other place tried on five dresses and this is something that I, it must be genetic with me because if they they look around a room and they go i like that it's going to be the most expensive thing mm. She just has expensive taste, but yeah, you know. Hey, I don't think you you when you're shopping for a wedding dress, you're definitely not looking at the price tag before. Definitely no, you're, not. You're not. That takes the whole fun out of picking the dress. I mean, you no. go somewhere where you obviously aren't going to pick like a twenty thousand dollars dress if you can't. Well, that's what I mean. It. Sometimes you have a budget in mind. Price tags take the fun out of everything. But obviously, Crystal. Gary <laughs> sort of kind of gave her a budget because he got that dress. You got that dress, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the budget was go buy a dress. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> she, if she had a, if it was different, it would have been. But That's the most important just, thing, is yeah. buy the dress. I okay. got married in the 80s, and my dress was more money than that. Really? Yeah, and I did not go looking for an expensive dress. So where did you go? I, well, where I went no longer exists anymore. But was it in Beverly Hills? Yes. Okay, well, that's why. I there was a blacksmith shop, shop right next to it. <laughs> I wouldn't shop for a dress I in think Beverly Hills, uh, my ex got the one over here. That there's, There was a wedding dress one on Robertson and Pico area. Yeah. You know that one? No. No? It was a... Mine was on Wilshire and um, San Vicente right here. You know, where that big five area. It, yeah. There used to be a Nibbler's, and then there was a wedding dress store called Renee. I can't remember what the Doesn't name Doesn't the wedding was. come before the Nibbler? <laughs> supposed to yeah no I um, I uh, looked at other places I didn't just look in Beverly Hills I looked at other places but here's the thing 
I don't know about you, but most girls have a princess idea in their head of what they want to look like on their wedding day. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, those dresses cost a lot of money to look like that. That's because they know that's how you want to look, and then they price them accordingly. It's exactly why. There's, because they know you're going to want tulle, you or are you're going to th- want yeah. you know, a train, or you're going to want... you know. Now, if you don't, and you just want a simple, long dress, you could get that for 1000 bucks, 2000 yeah. bucks. But most girls want the veil. They want the oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, she did, and, and she bought a veil too, right? Oh yeah, the, yeah, fian- the fiance who you met. Yes, adorable Cameron. Uh, he goes, you know, do you really need a veil? She's yes. like, yes, yes, you do. And she goes because I I want it, and he's like, and he and I were talking. I said, look, I, I I'm thinking about having Chuck the Wild Buck come out and do the do the uh, as the DJ. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, not cheap, and. Um, because uh, he'll give yeah. you a deal. Don't worry. Yeah, he gave he gave me uh, yeah some some money off, and it's still a lot of money. Yeah. But that's okay because he's <laughs> great. But I said I think I got a good DJ, but it's up to you guys. And Cameron goes, it's up to Grace, whatever she wants. Well, he's going to stay married. Oh yeah. Oh, believe me. You know she's really into Cameron, but and Cameron's really into Grace. <laughs> I can tell. So it's. Uh, that's good. I'm very happy about that. So uh, that is good. Yeah, yeah. That's always that's always a positive when you're getting married, right? Yeah. <laughs> really be into each other. Um, yeah. So they, you know, I mean, they went to Disneyland today, and uh, or yesterday, they went to Disneyland. What day is it? I can't even tell. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, today's Tuesday. I got to say something. You know, we didn't do a podcast yesterday, but after we did, you know, Sunday afternoon, and then we did all day yesterday talking to people about Kobe. And and, uh, I got to tell you, I went home, I couldn't speak. I just was like stunned. It all caught up with me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I normally have a lot to say, and yeah, I didn't do do much, say much. Yeah. So. you know, I had to go down. I went down, did a workout. I'm like going, I, I got to do something to shake this, you know, because it's like... Uh, emotionally I draining. It is emotionally draining. And I can't imagine people who spend, uh, you know, all day working with people who are mourning and sad and crying. And it's like, man, I can't imagine how people do those jobs. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Speaking of crazy... What are we going to tell? Because I have a feeling we're going to get Thomas Markle. So what are we going to tell Thomas Markle? To shut the hell up. After he does our interview, I was going to say that. <laughs> right. get you the interview. Yeah, wait, wait, wait! Don't shut up yet. After he make does that, our make sure interview. that's the last question. Yes, yeah, the last, the last thing we tell him to do is shut up. <laughs> what is that one? Uh, the guy that the 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 attorney just shut up. Just shut oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember which one now? But yeah, you know, well, I mean, what could you say to him? And what could he do at this point in time? Shut up. How do you feel like yeah, you've but, been a good father to Megan that you deserve to talk to her at this point? He, he put her through school. He paid uh, He paid for her schooling. But that's, he gave her wait, money. Wait, I can... <laughs> you no, just said every single thing had to do with money. Yeah, what did he do el- otherwise than that? Then nothing. Took to her me, on the set, showed her around. To me, that's you. nothing. Money doesn't matter if you're not actually there for someone. Yeah, she, he was Money never there. Everything. So, yeah. How old was she when they got divorced? Nine or eight. Ah, that's terrible, yeah. man. Well, you know, you went through a divorce I at sure that did. age. I sure did. I was seven. How devastated was that for you? 
I think it was pretty devastating in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then once I got to go live with my dad, it was pretty cool. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, for kids, and this is how I understand it, I never went through it. And uh, I did not want to put my children through it. Because, you know, it becomes all about the parents at that point in time. Like, is mom okay? Is dad okay? But it's like the kid is mostly thinking about, am I going to be okay? You know, it's like, who's going to be here for me? It depends me? how old you are. Mm-hmm. When you're six or seven, like I was, you don't think like that. Yeah. You think, oh, good, two birthday parties, two Christmases. I don't think That's every, how you think. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree. I think that when you're young and you lose one of your, if you're close with each of your parents, it's sad to see them apart. I mean, mm-hmm. I had friends who had divorced parents. It was not easy on them, and they didn't enjoy it. Right. But then I also have a friend who her parents didn't divorce until she was a senior in high school, and that was horrible. Also for her yeah. because she saw them, they were they should have gotten divorced and right. didn't. So I really don't think. I mean, I feel like if you need to get divorced, if you're fighting that much or you have that much abuse, whether it's like verbal or you mm-hmm. know emotional or mm-hmm. they're not paying attention to their kids well enough, you know, or can't be in the same room, mm-hmm. probably meant to be, but it's also not good. I mean, you know, there's no good way around it, but. I also think it has a lot to do, and I could speak from experience that uh, yeah. you you for as far as being the dad, it's how the parents are to each other around the kid. If you're showing aggression yeah. and arguing and mm. constantly and they're seeing all that, then they know, well, I'm on dad's side or I'm on mom's side. Mm. It's like the, the most important thing that I think that we both did as as a couple splitting up was to make sure that our son didn't see any of that. Because mm. we had... You know, we, we had to talk about some things that were very uncomfortable, but we made sure we did all of that out of his ears mm-hmm. and sight. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It wasn't easy to do. And you just kind of have to bite your lip. As a man, you just have to bite your lip and walk away, say this could be a, a text or it could be a verbal phone call. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be done right here. There's a lot of things. And it went both ways because it was very ways. hard to to hold that in when you want to get it out at the moment, you know, your sure. your reactions take over. And all of that was because I didn't want my son to have to see because having grown up around other divorce, like my brothers and stuff, to see what their children went through is like, hmm, I don't want my son to have to to see mom and dad, you know, to know that. Mm-hmm. So yes, there is the two birthdays, there's just two the two Christmases and all that. But they're not considered two birthdays, two Christmases. It's like, okay, well, uh, you got you have birthday with your mom and you have a birthday here. You're still getting a present from mm-hmm. mom and dad. Your your Christmases are just now separated, but you're still having Christmas with dad and you're having Christmas with mom. It's not two Christmases per se. Right. You know, it, it's just how you present it to your child, I think is the most important thing. Because if you sit there and go, well, that's your mom's problem. She's going to take care of that or, or well, this and that. Because it was, you know, it wasn't easy to do. Well, the thing that you've, you've done best with her probably is that you guys can still be in the same yeah, room. Yeah, that's, that's and, the right. key but part. That's, I think that's the problem when people do stay together too long past when they you know, can handle it because then you mm-hmm. the pa- the couple has resentment towards each other, and then that's when you can't be in the same room. You you have problem. Like some of my friends have had problems with inviting their parents to their graduations, oh, or yeah, I think no. we hear about it all the time. Like you're getting married, or like someone's yeah. getting married, and they can't invite both of their parents. Oh, that's what's or- going on with with. Uh- Cameron. Oh, that's right. And like, mm-hmm. I just went to a wedding, and like, I saw the the mother of the bride get super wasted because she was super uncomfortable with her ex being there. Yeah. And it's just so sad. Like, it's just so much drama, and you shouldn't have to do that to your kids. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think just I think the whole drama thing with the kids. I can tell you, I never saw my mother and father fight ever, ever in my life. And uh, 
and then when I was like maybe in my 20s, they, they were having real problems. And it was like freaking me out mm-hmm. because it's just such a shock. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you weren't used to it. Yeah, yeah. You don't. I mean, my, my, the problems we had was mostly like, you know, the brothers fighting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know because as a child, as a kid, because I was the youngest, you see it as your brothers are causing your mom and dad to yell a lot. But mm-hmm. then you also, when you get older and you realize, wait a minute, mom and dad were struggling because they were struggling with each other on how to handle it. Right. You know, one wanted to handle it. Oh, there's it nothing worse for way. parents. If you've got multiple children yeah. or, or you've got a child that is having a problem, that's the worst. Yeah, because my dad. That really puts a strain on a couple. Yeah, because yeah. not knowing, you know, my dad's like, they're boys, they fight, you know, it's going to happen. My mom was like, yeah. you're not here when it happens. You're yeah. working and, and you're not seeing what I'm seeing. Right. It's like, oh, they're yeah. just boys. So that, there was a lot of that that I found out about later. Yeah. But it's, so you just, you know things you learn from you don't know so tomorrow morning uh lisa i want you to say hump day okay. right now no just tomorrow, tomorrow. You can okay do it tomorrow. i will okay i'll uh, try it i'll try it let's see how it just sounds. let's try it let's see how it goes we'll give it a shot all right we'll see and, <laughs> and uh, let's talk about weird things that you believe because your parents told you like you can get a fart caught in your liver um yeah, I forget what t- there must be some stuff my dad told me because he was full of it. I remember going in a tunnel, you have to make a wish, uh, going over railroad mm-hmm. tracks, you have to pick your feet up. There's they ever tell you you get of- pregnant on a toilet seat? I don't think I ever heard that one. Because that used to be a thing. That man. is a good. That was a thing. Yes, I'd have to ask my dad because my mom didn't tell me things she didn't think were real. She's not like that. But I feel like my dad might have messed with me with something. I have. <laughs> I for the tunnels. I didn't make a wish. I it was the hold your breath. Ah. You're oh, supposed yeah. to hold your breath, yeah. and then like as long yeah. as the tunnel. But you is. make a wish when you hold your breath too. In our in our. Oh, room. I and didn't. Then, but I it didn't doesn't come that. true just, if you yeah. if you don't hold your breath through the whole tunnel. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, right. that's exactly right. Right, and then exactly blowing out the birthday candles, make a wish. If you don't get all the candles, you don't get the wish. No, if you. Tell your wish. If you, you wish and if you tell your wish. Really? Because yes. if there was a candle still lit, that's how many girlfriends you have. Oh, what? So if you had oh. two candles, it's like, ah, you got two girlfriends when you're I'm 10. Never. Wow. I've never heard of that. You always try to blow it up. thing? I, I don't like, know. The, I always got the joke candles, so none yeah. of my wishes would have come so true. Go out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to do it in the morning. Weird Belief Wednesday. We'll see you then. Hoop day. Hoop day.